Welcome to DustinsTravels.com, your home to fun, exciting travel adventures. And now your host, Dustin Saidi. All right, hey everyone, Dustin here from Dustin's Travels. Today we're going to talk about probably one of the most historical spots of Mexico City. It's the Tlateloco Square. I, I didn't pronounce that right. Tlatelolco, yeah. Tlatelolco Square. Um, so much history at that square. Yes, exactly. Um, it goes back to the time of the Aztec. So that was the biggest uh, market place in the Aztec Empire in Tenochtitlan. So yeah, if you think of the forum for the um, Greeks had the forum, right? Mm-hmm. So if the Greeks had the forum and, you know, that was the square where he was doing all the bargaining and shops and things. This is where the Aztecs who were around in the 1300s to 1500s. The huge area. Everyone would come from all over the empire here to barter and trade and negotiate. And that was only 500 years ago. Um, so really, really cool to see. And you can see some of the old buildings there, the Aztec buildings that are still there. Uh, so really hist- cool historical part of town. Yes, definitely. And it's also an important place for also the conquest that took place in Mexico City when the Spaniards came. And they definitely saw this big marketplace that they were just amazed by the amount of people and all kinds of products being sold and bought there. So um, definitely a lot of historical relevance going back to more than 500 years ago. It was the modern day Amazon or the historical day Amazon. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And then... So mod- more going more modern history um, in that square in what year was it? So this was October 2nd, 1968. Um, so that is when students were – there's about – there were several hundred students who were out there in that square protesting. And the president at the time decided to exert his might and he ordered his military to open fire – on peaceful demonstrating students killing, they don't know exactly how much, but several hundred is estimated. Yes. Um, So it was a peaceful protest by students and other members of society. You know, there were families there, um, people from all kinds of backgrounds gathered at this plaza because it is a big plaza. Uh, They were gathered there. And, you know, there's different stories, different theories about what exactly went on. But, The main thing and the saddest thing is that the government killed its own people. And it's very tragic because, you know, this has been a repeating history, unfortunately, in Mexico. And it's definitely in people's minds. Um, There's still a lot of people that are scarred by it because it was, you know, 1968. You know, many people are still alive who remember what happened. Um, I believe they called it. El Rojo Atardecer or something like that. That means uh, the red evening, roughly translated, because so much blood was shed. So the president, Gustavo Díaz Ordaz, ordered the military to go. And there's different stories that it was the police, the military, different sections uh, coming in to play a role. And they were chasing down students and people and just, you know, open fire you know, on the streets, um, and there was bloodshed all over. So what happens is they, they, people went away. They had, uh, what is it called? Martial law? Martial law, yeah. Uh, martial law. So no one would come out at night and they sent out a crew to clean up what had happened. A lot of bodies disappeared and 
they cleaned up the blood. And then the next morning, the newspapers, of course, controlled by the government, um, you know, have these headlines saying that the police, the military restores peace. Um, so very uh, skewed to the government's uh, point of view. But of course, we know now and people then because of the amount of bloodshed and the disappeared people, it was in the hundreds as opposed to, you know, a couple dozen. Yeah, really, really sad moment in Mexico history. And um, really just sad, sad that what happened that the government opening on peaceful protesters, it, it just reminds you kind of like, hey, this is the certain situation that that they're in here. And it's the same government actually still in power, the same party, correct? Yes, exactly. So the third significant thing here was um, several years ago, this is very recent memory, um, 43 students were actually traveling up to Mexico City. They were going to participate in a peaceful demonstration again in this square to kind of commemorate that event. And those 43, we don't know exactly what happened, but they were you know, arrested or stopped by the cops or drug lords or something. And those 343 students have disappeared. Yes. So every year in Mexico City since, you know, that massacre in 1968, people have gathered to commemorate um, the massacre and the fallen uh, victims of uh, Tlatelolco. And so these students were raising funds to go to Mexico City to commemorate this event for the peaceful protest. We do know that they got into an altercation with the police. I don't think it was the drug lords. I think everyone knows that it was a government because there is a history of this continuing. But anyway, that's politics um, up to this date. We don't know where they are. Um, so again, history unfortunately repeats itself. And hopefully Mexico will heal from these wounds and uh, continue to progress instead of regress. Yeah. So definitely a lot of history in that square. Um, definitely should visit it. And um, yeah. Yeah, so this is Tlatelolco. Make sure you you visit there. It's definitely worth it. It's a lot of history. If you want to take a, a local tour guide, uh, read up on the history so that you can appreciate the area a lot more. And I'll say one more thing. Do you want to look up how to get there just so they know what metro stop it is? Um because we can't remember the metro stop off the top of our head. But the, also the third thing, actually, or fourth thing we didn't say, it's actually Las Tres Culturas, correct? Yes. La Plaza de Tres Culturas is what it's known for. So after the Mexican Revolution in the 1900s, mm -hmm. 1908, mm -hmm. uh, Mexico really started to shape what their identity was. And basically this concept of the three cultures came out, that they realized that, you know what, we're part indigenous, we're part European, and we're also part African. Um, so they, they began to identify, the identity of Mexico began to come out as the, a combination of these three cultures. And that, that square, that plaza there, is basically a symbol and a place to honor the fact that there are the th there's three cultures there. So again, another cool cultural, historical perspective of it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, Mexican identity is so complex. We have so many roots. But basically, after the revolution, there was this movement to identify, to define who we are. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was, it has these two names, La Telolco and La Plaza de las Tres Culturas, which means the Plaza of the Three Cultures. And to get there, you would take the green line, which is line number three. 
and it's up towards the north part, almost till the last uh, stop, which is called Indios Verdes. And it's, I believe, three stops before. It's called La Telolco, or four stops, La Telolco. Okay, so the stop is actually to La Telolco. And it, that's spelled T-L-A-T-E-L-O-L-C-O. See, that's why I couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> yes, it comes from the Nahuatl language. So that was what the Aztec spoke. Awesome. Okay, so yeah, definitely a place you want to visit when you go to Mexico, Mexico City, one of many awesome, just culturally rich spots to visit. So thanks so much for listening to that podcast. Please subscribe to our show and share it. Let us know what your thoughts are as well. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Dustin's Travels. We're also on YouTube and Facebook, Dustin's Travels. That's a plural, Dustin with an S, Travels with an S. Thanks and see you on the next episode.